Alright, that should work. Yes, it does. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see if I can get this going then. I suppose. From extreme inflation, a massive Russian military buildup along the Ukrainian border, to the bizarre COVID policies under Biden, all of these show why we need to go back to the free market. This is the Weekly Politics Show. March for freedom, change our nation, join the movement now, right now. Thank you guys for tuning in to my podcast today. Um, COVID is, again, spiking, as we all expected to. Omicron is very passive, but extremely contagious. So we're going to continue to see these coronavirus uh, positive tests spike everywhere in the world, especially highly vaccinated countries and um, masked countries, because we all know the vaccine is not nearly as effective against Omicron and masks well they never really worked in the first place they maybe worked a little bit against original coronavirus but they do not work against delta or omicron which are the most popular ones right now so the federal government um, as always they're attempting to do something stupid uh what happened is they decided to put mandates mask mandates and vaccine mandates as well as testing mandates among large private businesses and I'm sure you guys heard about this. Ben Shapiro talked about it, and he actually sued the Biden administration over it. So the Biden administration right now, or not right now, sorry, had, they were sued over their decision to force private employees to get vaccinated and to get tested once a week if they are not vaccinated. This did not go over the Biden administration. They actually lost the court case. So the Biden administration had to um, get rid of these mandates and rules. And it was a, actually, it was a very good, uh, how do I say it? It was a very uh, uh, interesting vote. The Supreme Court voted six to three on January 13, according to CNBC. This blocked the Biden administration from making private unvaccinated workers to um, get COVID tests and from getting the vaccine, obviously. So a question a lot of people have been asking. Yes, the Supreme Court ruled that the Biden administration should not force private sectors to get vaccinated or get tested. But do they actually have the power to do that given to them in the Constitution of the United States of America? And that is a good question. Um, uh, according to ABC, they do, um, actually according to the, yeah, according to the ABC, the Biden administration has all the power in the world. They can, they can basically do whatever they want, but according to ABC, they can do anything they want as long as it's in a state of emergency. I disagree with the ABC stuff because there's something we have called the constitution, basically, which says the uh, federal government cannot infringe on the people's basic rights, which are uh, 
uh, what do you call it, the Bill of Rights, which is in the First Amendment, which is re religion, assembly, press, petition, and speech. So how does this infringe on religion, assembly, press, petition, and speech? Well, there's actually 27 other amendments, or 26 other amendments, other than just the First Amendment. And all these 27 other amendments ensure that people cannot be forced by the federal government, private citizens cannot be forced to inject themselves with a vaccine that they do not believe in. For example, you might have a religious exemption, you might have all these different things that you don't believe in. Just because the federal government believes something works does not mean it actually works. And that's what the Constitution realizes. And that's what the Supreme Court realizes well, which goes to prove the federal government cannot force a private citizen to get vaccinated. Now realize, I've been saying private citizen this entire time, which means a private employee works for a private business. Can the private business force you to get vaccinated? Yes, that can be in their terms of employment. Basically, a private business can say, hey, if you want to work here, you need to be vaccinated. Just like that. Um, there are some restrictions that the federal government puts in place on that. Like, um, if you can't be vaccinated, maybe because you're, uh, what's it called? Your immune system doesn't like the certain vaccine that they're trying to force you, then they can't discriminate because of that, because that's not your fault. So, but basically in the broad term, yes, a private business can force their, their only, and only their employees to get vaccinated or to wear a mask or to get tested weekly only private businesses with only their employees. So another question that um, Texas decided to ask, they actually sued the Biden administration because the Biden administration still has a mandate over um, basically saying federal workers and government workers in general have to be vaccinated. It's a mandate for government officials. Texas decided to sue that saying, no, this should not be a thing. Basically, the federal government should only be able to force federal employees to get vaccinated, not state employees, city employees, county employees, so forth. And this is this uh, uh, lawsuit has yes, yet to be taken up to a higher court. So right now it's at a lower court level. And I'm assuming it's going to win in the lower court because it's Texas, what do you expect? And it's going to go up to the Supreme Court and the Biden administration is most likely going to get the win. But does... The question is, according to the Constitution, does the um, federal government have the power to force all state or all government officials, including state, county, and city officials, to get vaccinated? And um, if you look at the Constitution, it's basically saying any law that is not put in place by the federal government can be put in place by the state or local government. So if the federal government wishes to pass a vaccination law mandate for all government officials, then the state can't really do much about it, except it would have to go up to the Supreme Court. Basically, what I'm getting at here is no. The federal government can only force federal employees to get vaccinated. Anything state level, they're working for the state. That's what we need to realize. There's a separation between the federal government and state government. State governments have a lot more power than you think they do. They are not supposed to listen to some government mandate over federal workers. No. 
they don't work for the federal government, they work for the state government. Now, who does the state government work for? That works for this federal government, basically saying the federal government can only limit what the state government can do. It cannot force what the, uh, the state government to do something. That is the job of the federal government. Um, unfortunately, I don't think that this will be overturned. I still think all government officials will be forced to get vaccinated. Unfortunately, but I hope someday people will read the Constitution and figure out what they're dealing with here. But let's let's go on to something totally a lot happier. The economic state of the United States is a disaster. What do you expect? A bunch of Californians running our economy? Really? Look around you. Look at California. Their economy is just... Uh, what's the right word? Fell off a cliff. Their economy fell off a cliff. It's a vertical line downwards right now interesting their population's about to be a vertical line downwards too the current economic state of the united states is very interesting especially since biden is in office the great resignation is obviously continuing and the government claims that there are not enough people to fill the jobs and yet people are quitting their jobs so put this in perspective people are quitting their jobs right and they're not getting new ones they're simply quitting their jobs making an open space for people to work at but they're not filling those jobs so how are there not enough people to fill those jobs all those people who quit their jobs are not coming back to the workforce and here's why i think there's no real evidence as far as i know on why this is happening but this is what i seem to find very interesting um teachers and daycare providers i believe are people who are quitting their jobs. Reason being, they have kids, right? These kids were being educated in 2019. When COVID hit and they had to go home, what I believe happened is uh, parents found out what their kids are being taught and indoctrinated. And so they decided, you know what? Enough of this nonsense. I'm gonna be a stay-at-home mom or dad or whatever. And I'm going to educate my kids, myself, from a curriculum that I choose from no teacher is going to simply force information on my kids that I do not believe in. And uh, some evidence to support this, according to 74million.org, approximately 1.2 million students started homeschooling from 2020 to 2021, the highest amount ever recorded. Because of this, the current number of homeschooled children is 3.1 million. Put that into very high perspective. basically saying parents have had enough of this indoctrination and they want their kids to learn what they what the parents believe in good news is that most homeschooling families are conservative so we're gonna have some more conservative kids uh, coming up which is good the in, the economy unemployment is only going down basically because I do not believe the government is counting uh, stay-at-home parents in their unemployment, probably because they uh, file taxes together, but I don't have any evidence of this. I'm assuming this is true though because there's no evidence against it either. Unfortunately, inflation is still going up. According to Forbes, it's actually going up at a rate of 6.2%. Why is this going up? Why is inflation still going up? It's a fairly obvious answer, and 
uh, Biden, our president, who's supposed to be super smart and stuff, doesn't even know it. Basically, why this is going up is because he's like, hey, I bet if I fall asleep for a little bit and scribble down some stuff on my paper while I'm sleeping, it'll be a good thing. So he falls asleep and he writes stuff on a piece of paper and he signs it and he brings it through Congress and it passes because Congress is controlled by a bunch of leftist liberals who I don't like at all. And then what happens is the bill actually says something like, <clears throat> pay those who don't want to work a bunch of money stimulate a bunch of businesses for making dumb decisions give amazon a bunch of checks so that they don't go out of business i love small businesses and yet i'm bailing out large businesses this is a great thing this is helping the ego oh, crap it's actually causing a lot of inflation i'm stupid exactly that is what's happening right now our president's kind of dumb even dumber Biden, 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 when, what was it? Russia invaded Crimea. What do you think Biden did? Well, Biden was, I believe, vice president at that time. So he couldn't really do much, but he could say a lot. So what did he say? Well, him and Obama were just like, naughty Russia, you can't do that. We're going to put some economic sanctions on you. And Russia has a very centrally... Uh, what do you call it? Central-based economy. So the sanctions did nothing against them, and they still invaded Crimea, and they still succeeded in it. Now Biden is saying, you know what? We're gonna, we're gonna fight back with force. Do so I really think he's gonna do that? No, I really don't think he's gonna fight back against Russia with force if they invade Ukraine. But the good news is Biden did order uh, American embassy who have family there. He did order them to send their families away from Ukraine good that is a good thing uh, that was according to CBS by the way unfortunately a bad thing North Korea has begun building and testing missiles including hypersonic missiles simply to flex their military strength they're flexing their military strength on us oh no I wonder how high, how high these missiles go I bet they go yay high sorry that was a was a uh, I mean, that I saw one time about that. It was really funny. But yes, they're testing their military strength. Their military strength is basically non-existent because North Korea is just crazy weak. But they're still doing it. And it's, uh, let, me, let me just put this into perspective. Under Trump, there were very, very few military weapon tests in general. In fact, we had such a good uh good relationship with North Korea compared to other years that it actually looked like North Korea might reconsider their position on reunification of the Korean Peninsula. Peninsula, yeah. <laughs> and it, it was going really well under Trump. And then Biden comes into office and he's all squishy and doesn't know how to do anything, obviously. He falls asleep during press conferences. And now North Korea is like, hey, we're going to test some new weapons and you're not going to do anything about it because you're dumb and that's exactly what's happening good news though the most interesting story that i've heard in a very long time you can look up any poll of biden's um whatchamacallit biden's popularity among the people and you will find that it is within 40 to 30 percent that is really good news i can almost guarantee you that we will win the midterms and it is very unlikely that Biden will win re-election. 
good news. You know, this most popular president really is not that popular, is he? No, he's not. Brings into question, the Democrats cheat in 2020? Interesting. I think they did. That was two years ago, so I can't do much about it now, unfortunately. What does all of this tell us? So what does a ruined economy, ruined diplomatic relations, and the uh, COVID rates and COVID policies, what does all of this tell us? This tells us we need to stop. Look at other nations out there. They're all moving towards the centralized, powerful government. They're all moving towards a government that has extreme control over its citizens. A government that has wants nothing to do with actual freedom and wants everything to do with controlling the money of the markets. Controlling it so it gets most of it and the markets and the people get the smaller amounts of it. That is what I see happening around the nation and around the world too. How can we fix this? Well something that we should all realize is first of all population population is key to extreme economic success look at china their economy is going way up despite their people only getting paid ten thousand dollars a year why is it going way up because their population is fairly high and china decided to put some policies in place that would take advantage of this population thankfully china um economy is now going to go way down mainly because their population is going to go way down really fast and because their um, policies are not that great either they're more like a temporarily stimulus to the economy and they'll only help temporarily and then they'll stop helping once the population reaches a certain level so how do we increase the population well there's two ways two ways two ways you can do this you can increase the amount of immigration or you can ban abortion. Or you can take the third way. You can do both. And I believe in doing both. Look around you, look around the world. All of these people, there's at least 10% of each single, of every single nation, except for extremist nations like North Korea, Singapore, and Hong Kong. They all love freedom. They all love an extremely free nation where they have the freedom to make as much money as they want, right? That's what America needs to be. We need to be that shining light in darkness. We were built upon immigrants, literally built upon immigrants and upon religious freedom. This is what we need to remake. I do not believe in illegal immigration. Build the wall, stop illegal immigration permanently, but allow more temporary, vi uh, temporary visas. In fact, allow significantly more temporary visas. Doing this should allow people to come here, stay temporarily, and while they're here, they can extend their visa so that they can become a citizen. The longest temporary visa we should allow is five years. After that, you need to apply for citizenship, which will take a four-year, uh, probably take a four-year process. I think we need to shorten that too, but I don't know how yet. And banning abortion, well, there's been at least 60 million children who were just slaughtered since 1977 when the Supreme Court allowed abortion. So, um, yeah, ban abor abortion and our population will just zoom real fast. Please, ban abortion. We need a higher population. Believe it or not, we can take a higher population. People are saying, America can't hold more people. Yes, it can. The only reason why the population is shrinking, not shrinking, but barely growing it's because all of these people all of them all these women and all this these men are making poor decisions and then aborting 
their mistake. Their mistake, God's blessing. As I was saying, all these nations are extremely controlling. They want to control their people, right? China's an extremely good example. Look at China right now. That You can't even have three children in China, honestly. So what we need to do is we need to stop. Look at the free market. The only thing the government should actually regulate is safety rules. You need this in your uh, workplace to be safe for the people. Animals, really? Animals don't need to be safe in a workplace. They have no soul. Their only purpose is for us. I do not believe in animal abuse where you just constantly slaughter animals for, uh, what do you call it, absolutely no reason at all for, except for the sport. No, we have hunting for a reason and hunting is there for only certain time periods for certain animals because we need to keep the animal population up, correct? Yeah. And if you have a pet dog and you're just abusing the dog, whipping it for no reason at all, I do believe you should be fined. That is wrong. Yes, animals are created for us, but we do not need to say, oh no, you need to keep this animal in this specific cage when you're doing a show on it and you need to do all this nonsense or we don't need government regulations like, hey, if you have a restaurant and you have a kitchen in this restaurant, obviously, you need a door on the kitchen and the door needs to open outward, not inward. And they need an office behind the door with this type of handle on. Those are stupid regulations. They don't do anything. Honestly, all these regulations literally just people making things up because they don't know what to do with their life. This is literally all it is. We need to decrease the government. We need to allow a lot more free marketness in this nation. We need to increase private militaries. Main reason why is because our military spending is so stinking high, but they have sim something similar to it. So I'll just add that free college, uh, basically free anything, free transportation. And I'm gonna say right here, right now, that's not okay. We don't need that stuff. I mean, there's no reason why we need to have all this free stuff. Cause think about this for a second. How is the government getting this money? Most of it is from taxes, at least in the United States that's so. So if most of this money is coming from taxes, which is from the people themselves, technically they're still paying for it. And knowing the government, the government is human. It's full of actual human beings, which means they love money. They love money, so they're going to want money, right? But they're also in a position of power, so they also want power. There's something to look at. Uh, another interesting concept um, all of this everything I just listed is going to significantly lower government spending so um, pr increasing private militaries will uh, not really lower the spending but just add to the economy uh, lower uh, lower less social programs um, all this mainly the less social programs will significantly lower the government spending the increasing of population will actually raise the amount of revenue. So in, in basic conclusion, America is losing her place in the world. The only way to fix it, from my perspective, is with the, the uh, ideas and theories that I just listed to you. And they're not really theories because they've been proven true. You just have to look around you. Look around the world and you see a successful nation, right? You can look at its history while it's a super successful nation, economically successful. And you look at it and it becomes more and more socialist. As it becomes more socialist, it becomes more corrupt and more 
let's just say a smaller economy, less caring for the people. Put it that way. Nah, uh, Nazi Germany is a great example. We need to stop with all of this. Oh, I care about the people, but I want all this power in the government. So let's have all these social programs that we don't actually need. We need to stop caring about that because that's not going to help us. What's going to help us is putting more power in the hands of the people, giving them more choices to choose from, not just government choices, but actual choices run by real life people. That is what we need. That is not what the government has been claiming that they're going to give us. If you like socialism, look at what's happening to our country right now. Just look at it. It's going into ruin. So if you really want to go live in a socialist utopia, supposedly, there's Norway. Go to Norway. Go to Denmark. Just move out of here. Please, leave. I want nothing to do with you here. If you realize that America is different, and because we are different, we are successful, stay. We need people. We need more people like you. Thank you guys for tuning in today. If you like this podcast and you feel as if there is someone you know who needs to be educated on this topic, feel free to share this podcast with them. You can find me on pretty much any single podcasting platform I can think of except for Apple. I'm not on Apple. Um, what do you call it? iTunes or whatever you call it. Apple Podcasts. I'm not on that. Other than that, just search up Weekly Politics anywhere and you'll likely find me. If you have any questions, you can contact me at weeklypolitics at mail.com. And I'll catch you all later, hopefully next week, but later. Adios, and God bless you.